1: right rug flooring
0: This is Alec Baldwin and you're listening to Here's the Thing Actress Elaine Stritch has been performing for nearly 70 years No matter the medium, she brings her characters to life with a playful ferocity that naturally leads to scene-stealing performances. Despite her enviable career in film and television, Elaine Stritch is a self-professed Broadway baby. A big break came in 1950 when she was hired to understudy Ethel Merman in Irving Berlin's musical Call Me Madam.
2: She scared me to death. Really? She's a tough broad. But when I got to the end of Call Me Madam, (laughs) it was mine. you feel very strange but not. Nice.
0: Elaine Stritch remained on stage for much of the 50s and 60s playing such iconic roles as Martha in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, both Vera and Mame in the musical Mame, and Amanda in Private Lives by Noël Coward. In 1970 she originated what was arguably the role of her career, the acerbic Joanne in Stephen Sondheim's Company.
2: And here's to the girls who just watch. Aren't
0: they the best? In a TV documentary about the cast recording of that production, we meet Elaine's toughest critic, herself. Here she is listening to a take of that song she made famous, Ladies Who Lunch.
2: Another you See, i I'm just
3: proving every point. Wrong!
2: And of course, I'm smoking a nice cigarette, which helps the situation
0: just to be clear that's elaine yelling at the sound of her own voice that was over forty years ago but elaine stritch has continued to hold herself to impossibly high standards and she stayed busy at least until recently earlier this year she announced that she was leaving new york for her home state of michigan in april at age 88
2: elaine stritch performed her last cabaret show at the carlisle hotel about a month ago i really said I, i'm i want out of here i want out of new york i don't i shouldn't live in new york anymore it's not for me anymore it's too fast for me or no it's not too fast then i changed my mind about that it's not this it's not that it's just not for me this is a This is New York, taxi, low, and it's dinner and tonight and uh, tomorrow. Very full day. And and I can't
0: handle it anymore because I'm not
2: interested in handling
0: it. You just don't
2: want You could do it. You just don't want to do it. It doesn't give me any satisfaction. I don't go home and say, I guess I told them. So about a month ago,
0: it had been an idea, and then a month ago you went, I'm doing it.
2: I called up my nephew who is a great buddy of mine in uh, in Birmingham, Michigan, and I said, I'm coming home. What do you think you're going to do there? Oh, you have no idea. Look, I'm just saying, First you, of all, you've had nothing. a very active life. <laughs> First of all, nothing. I'm really going to do nothing. I'm going to wake up and Go say, back to bed. And go back to bed. That's yeah. exactly right. That's what I want to do. I want to do it. I want to sleep a lot. What's wrong with us? I, I would like to wake up
0: and have my oatmeal and read the paper and go right back
2: to bed. Go right back to bed. Until who noon. wouldn't?
0: Yeah, till about noon. So you're going to go there and do nothing.
2: And your family... I like there. to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. I like to meet my nieces, my nephews, my cousins, my, you know... But
0: your relations there are by way of who? Your my two a- sisters. Your two sisters.
2: I had two sisters. We were three sisters. I was the baby. And they... They in Michigan, had all the kids
0: in in bedroom Detroit. You were in like what Bloomfield Hills, or yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Your, your dad, he, but he, but your dad was someone not in the car business.
2: Daddy was well, yes, he was. He, he was, was in the in car. the uh, B F Goodrich Rubber. He
0: was in the he was in the tire. My business. mother
2: called it the G D B F Goodrich Rubber.
0: The goddamn B F.
2: Yeah, you got it.
0: What are your two sisters? What kind of lives did they have? No show business.
2: Very very chic. Very uh, normal. Normal. Georgine had four kids and Sally had three. Oh,
0: my. So you have seven.
2: Yeah. And so there's and seven families. guys running around, and they're all crazy about me. Why shouldn't I go home? Yeah. There's nothing to tie me here. Right. It's not the same. My career tied me here. Right. I talk career. I talk
0: and parts plan. and plays. And plan. and plan. And plan. And make plan. What am I doing next? What am yeah, I doing next? Yeah, that's right. And that's when you get right. off that merry-go-round it gets, you get a different what a perspective. stop
2: oh what a stop it is the merry-go-round broke down
0: what, why do you say that you could keep working you could Absolutely. Keep working. yeah but, but, but you you don't want to
2: no I don't want to find parts and look for them and and, and I said the other night when is pretend gonna end right? Slowly but surely, Alex is. I'm starting to say I don't want to pretend anymore. Yeah. I want to get up in the morning and I want it to be real. I don't want to. I can't believe you're saying
0: this because it's so. Yeah, but uh, I uh, am. It's so much. Maybe as a result of my getting older, I turned 55 a couple of weeks ago, Whoa! And, and my wife. Uh, I got married again, and my wife were having a baby. And because of all this stuff, I realize I want to be me for a change. I want to wake up and I want to say my words and have my thoughts or not say anything. It's such a uh, self-involvement, this this work. It is, it is. Why do you think you've lasted this long? You know what talent is. Why have you lasted all this time? And and because you're talented. Certainly it isn't because people think you're uh, an easy time of it.
2: Because I have to accomplish something in that department almost every day of my life. I have
0: to. So you've never stopped trying to prove yourself. Uh -uh, uh uh-uh. That's the key, isn't it?
2: No, I gotta go and do that part in that soap, in that schmope. I don't care what it right. is. You gotta give you it know, everything you have. I, or I'm with Noel Coward on the, the West End, or I'm with Hal Prince on Broadway. I'm with all the big, 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 big shots, and they're directing me well and guiding me well, and I'm, I'm.
0: You want to prove you belong there with them?
2: Yes, and I'm being directed in the way of the big shots and i'm doing fine i'm doing fine i'm i'm um, i'm doing fine
0: but you but there's a point i'm assuming when did you feel that you're in the room and all of a sudden it's like i don't need anybody's advice i know what i want to do here's what i do was there a time you remember in your life when that changed
2: i got self satisfied about the parts that i played for example well like i was the um I was the funny kind of offbeat girl. I wasn't I was never the romantic lead. I no. wasn't good that kind of looking girl in the movies. I couldn't be that kind of looking girl.
0: Mm-hmm. I was um Well, you could you could have been looks-wise, but you just didn't want to play it cuz those were dull parts. But, well, yeah. They yeah. weren't as good of parts.
2: But I yeah. You were
0: a sassier woman. Yeah. And you played those parts. I was an
2: attention getter. But I didn't want to be Eve Arden. I really didn't. Okay.
0: Okay, that's a good point. Why?
2: Well, because I don't want to be a funny girl that's just cracking wisecracks or staying up with the... uh, you know, with the rollers in her hair.
0: Yeah. Or driving the car while the two leads make out in the no, back of the no. car.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be that.
2: No, I so sure do So what did don't. you add? What did you add? I don't want them to make up in right, the back. Seat. Right, right,
0: right. What did you sprinkle on top of what, what might have been Eve Arden for you, which it very easily could have been? What did you sprinkle on top of that to make sure that it wasn't Eve Arden? What do you do that Eve Arden didn't do?
2: I get dramatic or frightened or right. real about something or... Pain. Yeah.
0: There's a pain yes. in what you do. Yes, It's not yes. in Eve Arden's work. But something dramatic
2: happens to me in in the course of a comedy. Right. I don't know, but I... Were you um, always that way? What was I always what way?
0: Complicating things with the pain of your existence. We, this thing you tap into, did you do it when you were very young?
2: I think so. I think I did.
0: Were you the complicated one?
2: Oh, I think so. I mean, very often I would hear around our house, where's Elaine? (laughs) And then my mother would say, oh. And they'd say, oh, and I'd say, I'm right here. They were worried about you. Yeah, everybody was worried about me because when I wasn't accountable, I I scared them, and I didn't mean to. When did performing begin for you? Was ch- were you a performer as a child? I was laughing. I was born laughing. And you were I, funny? Oh, God, I was funny. <laughs> I really was funny. Oh, and I made everybody laugh. Yeah. And I wasn't conscious of it. Right. I want to tell you something. I'd love to tell you a line from my life to see if you get this. Sure. And I'm going to tell it to you. Go ahead. My mother and dad, as a present to me, when I was six years old, took me to Niagara Falls, which was very close to Birmingham, Michigan. And I kept hearing about this, and I was going to wear my new pink coat and hat, and I was going to Niagara Falls, and I kept hearing it, and you know, Christmas morning, Christmas morning, whatever it was, and... And I never said a word. I just sat in the back seat. And I just waited. They pulled up Alec to the parking lot in Niagara Falls. And here we are. We're here. Laney, we're here. Come on. Get out. And it was just me, Mom, and Dad. So the two sisters, the older sisters, you know, the hell with them. And I got very teary-eyed and pulled my mother back from the car and said, Mama, what, what, we're going to go see Niagara Falls. And I asked her if Niagara Falls had a baby. And to me and to my mother and my father, it was one of the most extraordinary, dramatic lines of all time. All I was interested in is did this woman, Niagara Falls, have a baby? Yeah. Because then I could play with her. And it was, I think, an absolute proof of how lonely and sad I was as a kid. Wow. I didn't know what the hell artistic was all about. I really didn't. I knew I had to express myself. I knew I had to express myself, and that's all there was to it. Yeah. So,
0: when you left Michigan, when you left home, you lived at home in Michigan. Your family lived in Michigan until you left home. Did you go to college?
2: No, I didn't, no, go, I didn't go to college. Go to college. Where'd you go? I graduated from high school. And went where? S- Sacred Heart Convent. You went to a convent? I went to a convent. <laughs> the Sacre Cur, highly Sacre-cur. educational, big scholastic Scooby Doo.
0: You went there for what?
2: 12 years.
0: That was your high school. Yeah. So when you left there, where'd you go?
2: To D- Duchenne Residence, which was also the Sacre Coeur, but it was a residence finishing school. For what? It was like um, after school stuff, you know, like um, I'm trying to think of one of the courses that we took. Uh, current events. Isn't that a guess. How long were you there? Uh, two years. Two years after yeah, high school? Yeah, and I went out and majored in dramatics at the new school in Greenwich Village.
0: The finishing school was in the city? Or you were back in Michigan? was in
2: Greenwich Village. Oh, the finishing no, school. No, I'm in new, York. You're in
0: new York. You went to finishing school in New York?
2: Absolutely. Oh, I see. I see. On 91st and 5th Avenue. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I... Uh, I took these three courses at the school, which was fine. I had a roommate from Chicago who was majoring in journalism, and we were all very sophisticated broads.
0: Yeah, you went to a New School for drama. That yeah. was your first acting ex- exposure. Absolutely. Formal. Yep. Boom. What did you think about it when you first?
2: I that? loved it. I sat next to Marlon Brando. That was didn't hurt at yeah. all. Yeah, that'll get you through class. Yeah, Walter Matthau was on the other side of me. At the New School? Yeah. We had a very stellar cast. I was getting along fine and having the most fun I've ever had in my whole life. What's the first job you ever got? Um, Well, first of all, I was at the studio theater at the New School, and we had our own theater, and Piscotter directed, and Stella Adler directed, and we had all those Stanislavski people. We had more fun Alex, you couldn't believe it.
0: What was and Stella like as a director? Heaven. She was. What made her so?
2: I, I, I...
0: She's very insightful. All
2: this kind of dramatics. <laughs> you know. Her Elaine style. and Marlon. Marlon. And Walter. And you do it! She'd scream her head off at us. She was crazy woman. Absolutely divine.
0: And when you left that program, what was your first job?
2: Job? Summerstock. Where? Uh, Westport, Connecticut. Do you remember what you did? Yeah. Um, Craig's wife, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
0: And people always me say, years ago, they go, "What show did you do?" And you name a show, people just never heard of. They go, "Craig's Craig's wife." Oh, What'd you play?
2: Yeah. Craig's wife.
0: The um, saucy nurse. What'd you play? I played the Ant. You played the Ant.
2: That visited and told Craig's uh, wife she was full of shit.
0: You started as an aunt and you're going to finish as an aunt. That's oh, it. You're going, that's yeah, it. You're, now you're an aunt. That's your, next, that's, your, that's your role now. You're an aunt up they, in Birmingham. They're
2: not allowed to call me aunt. They're not allowed to call me Because it's you. so boring. They call me tante Elaine because my mother is French.
0: Tot Elaine. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to call Tant-Elaine. you. tante Elaine. Lady Stretch. I would have them call you. Yeah, no. Her Highness.
2: But I just had the most wonderful time in dramatic school
0: and then what about your first job and Kirk in New York Kirk
2: Douglas I, I did my first play with Kirk Douglas what show with Kirk uh, Craig's um, wait a minute wait a minute I'll tell you in a minute um, you close your eyes like you I, and Kirk Douglas you're on a stage in New York yeah I play and also where is my black bag Alec Hunter I need uh, I need uh, orange juice
0: Hunter, come in, please. Can we send Hunter in here, please, with yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah, provisions? Yeah. Hunter Ryan Hurdlicka, who accompanied Elaine to the studio, came through the door, juice in hand.
2: I need some orange juice. Yes, my right here. Diabetes yeah, yes. is kicking up.
0: There we go. I need Hunter, be- my good man. Hunter's here now. With yeah, the
2: Hunter's shirts. here. All's right with the world. Okay, we're. How about a glass?
0: Yes, that's a clean is that water. Uh, we'll get him a clean. We'll go, we'll go get him a clean. It's glass. all
2: right. It's all right. If you just empty that glass, it's heaven. Here, I need some orange juice. You know that I'm diabetic. Yes, of
0: course. So, I think the world knows by now. The
2: world knows by now. Oh, world! Now. <laughs> it's okay. You know what I quoted the other day—a line of my father's—that really is so naughty and just so much fun. Here's looking up your old address. <laughs> Isn't that a great line? And he said it with no. He just, that was it. Nothing on it. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm going to drink this I drink the oranges
0: now so we don't have some event
2: here. That's cool.
0: Okay. All right. So now that you've had your orange juice and your brain freezes over, uh, Kirk Douglas, what was the show? Do you remember now?
2: Woman Bites Dog. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: orange juice, it's a miracle elixir. I wanted me a case of that orange juice. It's got all kinds of. Woman bites dog. Woman bites dog. Yeah. What'd you play in that? If you say, "I played his girlfriend,"
2: you you played his girlfriend who he lived with. I didn't even know what that phrase meant. You were a floozy. Well, no, I wasn't. A, I just, but I lived with him right. and I wasn't married to right. him. I didn't know what that meant. What do you remember about Kirk Douglas? Oh, my God, I loved him. Oh, God, I mean, I loved him. Too. I loved him and what an actor.
0: Oh, I my loved God. Him. He was, and he's one of the few men who was as great an actor as he was a star. Oh, he was wasn't great, he? He was
2: a great actor. He was a great actor. Oh, he was a great actor. I loved him. And he loved me. He flipped over me. I've known him for years, and he took me halfway away for the weekend, and then I discovered that I shouldn't go. He took you Wait, halfway I'm sorry. away to Palm Springs, and then I said I shouldn't be going. So what did you
0: do? You hit like what? So like, he said, oh, you hit, like, "I'll Redlands? take you." like Redlands? Where were you? Redlands? <laughs> I don't you... know. <laughs> we
2: were halfway <laughs> to Palm Beach.
0: Palm Springs. Springs. So you're driving
2: east, and we were from LA, driving for the weekend,
0: and you decided you didn't want to.
2: Well, I said I'm I'm getting nervous because what do you want me to do when we get up here?
0: And and Kirk he went, oh,
2: Elaine, he knew I was a virgin, so he was dealing with that.
0: Right. So, what was the first leading role you had on Broadway? Big role. Take more orange juice, so you can remember.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. The big part, oh, First big part, big big part I had was uh, Angel in the Wings, which was a review. Hardest thing in the world to do a review. And what they, kind of review? Like New Faces was it like Leonard Yeah, Sillman? Uh, sketches. Right. One sketch like a Leonard after, Sillman kind And of thing. I was the uh, big busted, you know, girl in the uh, in the bedroom. I was the uh, I was the the I
0: piece was, on the side.
2: Yeah. You were, that's, so you, I, so that here was, you,
0: isn't it amazing? You were this virginal. You went to soccer cur, and you went to finishing school. Yeah, and I, played. And as soon as you're out, God is just tempting you. He's telling you, yeah. Marlon Brando on one side of you, and Kirk Douglas is revving up the convertible to take you to Palm Springs. <laughs> and you're the floozy here, and you're the piece on the side, the busty femme fatale.
2: But what I was really doing is learning my lines to the play or to the (sighs) television or to the... I was really loving acting. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved pretending. I just loved it. It was being somebody other than I was was m- my idea of a good time.
0: Was part of that process for you learning from people you worked with or you admired? Did you look at other people and say, "Because I've had that"? I mean, I'm not going to say I had it every tell day. Tell me, tell me. Well, like Merman, when you worked with Merman, did you learn from Merman? Did you? Did you? Yeah. Speak? No, you didn't. I Why? did
2: her part. Right. I did her you, part. Right. You there understood. There was no question about that. Right. So she would not. And I loved her. Sure. Everybody loved everybody, but I know how to do that, and I was so frightened and so terrified, and I was so good in it
0: right did you feel that she was of of that type where it was just merman is merman? She goes out into stove oh,
2: she made a you know so long she'd say goodbye to me from the wings on the my opening night and then go sit in the first row. she scared me to death, really. Such a tough broad but when I got to the end of Call Me Madam it was mine
0: yeah you felt that way uh huh
2: when do you think you became you the moment I started to rehearse Merman's part I was doing the new Merman the new everything yeah that's when you became you yeah so
0: doing the piece doing Call Me Madam is when you felt things change for you
2: you felt you were onto something I, not necessarily no No, everything I did, everything I did was, you know. But when you do a
0: show, Elaine Stritch at Liberty, when you do a show that is a memoir of your career. Oh, yeah. And it is enormously successful. When did you think in your life, when did you reach a point in your life that you felt you were someone who could write a memoir about your life, that you thought it was interesting enough? When did you cross a line and say, "God, I've done a lot of stuff"? Yeah,
2: I was convinced by this producer who said, who saw me perform at a Judy Garland special at Carnegie Hall, and what I did was tell Judy Garland stories, and I told. Three it Was a tribute
0: of, to Judy. As
2: a tribute, she's to gone. Judy. By
0: yeah. this, well, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, long gone. And oh boy, I really did know her very well. <laughs> From where did you first meet her? Party at a party someplace, I don't know. And I loved her so. When I tried out one of my stories on Judy Garland, I mean, she tried out one of hers. I said, Judy, I've got an idea, and I sincerely did. I said, I've got a great idea. Why don't we tour MAME? I said to Judy Garland. And she says, divine! She said, that sounds great. I said, but here's the good idea, Judy. When I do mame, I go to bed early. And when you do mame, you go to bed early. And then the other one does Vera. So you're going to switch on and off? Yeah. Absolutely. And she bought that idea? She's listening now. And she's saying... Okay, 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 and she's counting up the songs, what songs she has, what in it. And after this long pause, she looks at me and says, what about matinees? And I thought it was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard (laughs) in my whole life that Judy Garland wanted to know. What about matinees? That's how she carefully, she wanted her her career planned so she could be able to get loaded when she wanted to and you know it was her way of treating a very serious discussion so you did a tribute thing where you told
0: stories about her and that's when someone pitched yeah. the idea to you of doing a memoir of your career that's right
2: what vaguely what and year they was said, that and they said you tell a story to an audience the like of which i have never heard that's true
0: I was at the opening night at The Public when At Liberty opened at The Public. And everyone who was had a pulse in New York, everyone who was alive that night came to that opening at The Public. Everybody in the theater came. They went crazy. They went crazy.
2: It's lovely. God, it's lovely. Success is lovely. It's so hard and it's such hard work, but it's so gratifying.
0: What's the hardest thing about it for you? What's been the hardest thing? Do you find it hard just to have that fear, much focus The it? fear. The fear of what? That you won't be able to perform?
2: The fear that I'm just going to forget and I'm going to not not so much forget, but it's the fear. It's the fear. And that was when I was not drinking at all and I didn't drink anything to get my talent out. But all my life I had.
0: Have you ever done a show? I'm sure you've done countless shows. you ever done a show where you're sitting backstage thinking, what am I doing here? How did I get myself into this? Or were you always engaged
2: by what you were doing? I was always engaged. Always. By, always. You never took a I part. I was leading up to it, or coming down. You know, I. I was trying to get it behind. You these. never regretted doing anything. Never. No. Wow. That's incredible. No, I never, never regretted doing anything on the stage. Never. Uh-uh. How
0: was that possible?
2: Because I just won every time I walked out there. Right. I You know that old expression about I own the stage.
1: Right.
0: Elaine Stritch has never regretted anything she's done on stage, but there are many who regret not seeing her one-woman show Elaine Stritch at Liberty On Broadway in 2002, Newsweek called it a biting, hilarious, even-touching tour-de-force tour tour of Stritch's career and life. In a minute, Stritch tells me a secret and very personal moment she had on stage during the run of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf?
4: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
3: Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
0: This is Here's the Thing. I'm Alec Baldwin. In the past 20 years, TV and film have introduced Elaine Stritch to a new audience. She garnered Emmys for her performances in Law and Order and in 30 Rock, where she played my character's mother, the irascible Colleen Donaghy.
2: Well, 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 well. <laughs> this must be the one, huh? Phoebe. Welcome. No, no, no. no I'm welcome, welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. Mother,
0: mother. Uh, this is not Phoebe. No,
2: no. This is not Phoebe? Well, why the hell not? I mean, she's perfect. I ended up liking Tina Fey an awful lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And very quietly all by myself.
0: Right. Did you enjoy doing the show? No. You didn't?
2: Now, why? I didn't have any fun with, car- with comedy. I did with you for a while, but then it got a little bit too routine for right. me. And I wasn't... Challenged? I, I didn't have a challenge with it. Right. But I mean, I was fine. Yeah. But, um... Oh, I don't know, Alex. It yeah.
0: just was it. Would you think TV's not your? Medium? No,
2: I think TV is fine with me. Right. I, 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 there's nothing's nothing's wrong with it. I I love TV. I love comedy. I loved working with you. It was almost like we need. It was something that I did two weeks ago at the Carlisle when they said challenged me to do a show and just go out there and do a show for an hour and a half. And I accepted the challenge and did it. And how did it go? I didn't have any rehearsal or anything. How how did did it go? Fantastic. And Warren Beatty, people like Warren and... um, Annette. Annette came, I adore both of them, and... He said, I've got to get three cameras on this. This is terrifying. You know, the fact that I did it with no rehearsal. Just winged it. Winged it, exactly. It's a good way of putting it.
0: But you don't want to wing it anymore.
2: uh, Uh-uh. It's so hard. My God. Is
0: there any place you can perform? If you have a notion, if you're sitting there in Birmingham... Uh, michigan and you decide you want to get up and you want to do a show mm-hmm. you want to do uh an hour and a half club act like you right, just, just did. right are there facilities there that you're dialed into that you can go do oh, the absolutely.
2: i go up yeah. to ann arbor go to ann arbor and perform, and i'd rehearse it but i wouldn't i just say here's what i'm going to do i'm going to learn three songs i have to learn them sort of and if I go up in the lyrics, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who's your piano player? Your accompanist, Rob Bowman. Rob, and Rob's always, always
0: and he's feeding you the lyrics all the
2: time. Well, he he he, he amusingly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's part of the act.
2: Well, I've never heard a laugh like this. But yeah. the other night when I said, "Rob, what is it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm out of control. Do you and think he people says, are afraid? I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what it is. And he was, <laughs> and I I was hit. You know, like, I said, okay, but I mean, we got to start over then, don't we, Alec? I mean, uh, Rob? And he said, yes. So we went to a new song, and I sang it straight through with no mistakes, and it, they went crazy. I sang um, a Sondheim song. Um, everybody says, don't. Everybody says, don't. Everybody says, don't. It isn't right, that song with cha cha, cha cha. It just goes so fast and furiously, and then they went nuts. <laughs> I mean, when you do know something by heart, they really go, wow! Yeah, yeah. What do you give them one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give one that, clean take. That's it. That's it.
0: So, we uh, did, So we, we, The. the, the <clears throat> are we okay?
2: Yeah, um, I think so. So,
0: um, did you ever want to do a drama? In, 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 in your later years, I mean, in, in the uh, last 15, uh, 20 years?
2: I was just cut out for it. You, cut out for it. You were? Oh, absolutely. What's the
0: last drama you did?
2: On stage, Uh, Edward Albee, um, Lady from Dubuque. No, no, no.
0: Three tall women.
2: No, I was asked to do that. I didn't do it. Uh, it It's too much to learn. Right. Um, A delicate balance. Delicate balance. One of the best plays ever written in the whole world, and also a play for me.
0: What did you like about the part? What did you like about it?
2: It was very quiet and very subtle. Subtle, like forget about it and just. And I just went about my business on that stage, and I did everything. I drank too much. I talked too much. I. I did exactly as I pleased. I went upstairs when I wanted to go upstairs. I was absolutely all over the place and not promising anything to anybody. It was unbelievable. Who directed? Jerry Gutierrez. Really? Who was the best director, With aside from George Wolfe. The two of them were the... What is it no 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 it help illuminate
1: this
0: for people because this to me is a very important question for you and that is you're so self-directed you know you've got the talent you've I've got to feel good but baby you got so many bullets in your chamber it's not funny and you come out there you're loaded and what does a director do for you what how does a director help you
2: oh he makes me feel comfortable about myself
0: really. He gives you For
2: instance, George Wolf, when he did my one-woman show, he has a way of laughing that he, ha- when he laughs, he falls on the floor. He throws himself on the floor because he's got to do that. He's got to go. Ah, ha, 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 He goes crazy when he laughs, yeah. and he's laughing, and he's, and that will make me listen to a director that will yeah. that will tune me in isn't to... it
0: nice when a director gives you confidence oh
2: my god because I've
0: worked it? with so many of them where well, not that they undermine you but they certainly didn't give you any confidence no
2: they, don't they, they, they almost resented yeah. the
0: implication that they do that. They kind of looked at you like, well, you're getting paid all this money. You just get up there and do it. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not here to yeah. help
2: you. Yeah. No, they and don't a, help you yeah, at all.
0: There's no mentoring or care mm-hmm. or what have you. It's very, very strange. But Wolf, you loved and Gutierrez you loved. Oh, God. Now, yeah. tell me about performers in the latter part of your career that you worked with that you loved. Did you love Bernadette? I am assuming you just
2: loved her. Adored <laughs> her. Oh, Adored imagine? her. If I could, say. and I and I kind of ran her. I was her <coughs> older sister, her older everybody, and I made her laugh till she just went crazy. And, and vice to. versa. I, I want a little more orange juice, yes. gang.
0: Hunter, get Hunter. Hunter, that beeping sound we've been hearing periodically is that a glucose meter? What's that? What's that thing that went off? Well,
3: where's mine? It's Dexcom. It's yeah. telling us to enter the blood sugars.
2: Okay. Oh my God! Yeah, I forgot all about
3: them. Yeah, oh my so God! So when we're done with this, we'll enter them.
2: Oh, are we okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, this do you is... want to take a break and do it now? How uh, long will it take?
3: a
2: minute. Go right to hell, oh, please! Yeah. Do it Come now, we, God! I, I, I don't, don't want you. I think we
0: should wait. I, I wouldn't want it in the post that you were hospitalized on my account.
2: Yeah, because of
0: Alec Baldwin refused to allow me to administer
2: my diabetes treatment. Okay, here's your finger. Oh boy! Okay, this is. Right away, I'm going to do it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there we go. I don't oh, have so, so. my...
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh,
3: okay? uh, Elaine Stritch and Hunter... 181.
0: The ever-trusty Hunter are squeezing <laughs> droplets of her blood onto a device right now to tell us that we've nearly killed her here. <laughs> Is she okay?
3: Yeah let do it one more time as a Okay, and then
0: it's done. And then and and you want to keep it at what number? What's oh, the goal? It's
2: not a matter of keeping it's just entering them. What right. what they are now that are two hours after
0: I'd love to do mine too while we're at it. Let's have a g let's have a prick oh. our finger and squeeze it on the glucose meter party.
2: Stop that, Alex. Listen to me. There there There's another beep beep.
0: This is a, why you're so glad we're not doing this on television because to see this happening is really oh yeah
2: unsettling And we've done both of them now We've done both of them yay
0: and wh- wh- what number you have 191 And where do you want to be?
2: doesn't have South to be of there. that's fine Oh, okay. no, that's good it's cool
0: okay she's cool
2: um, oh oh well, I know ahead. what I, wanted yeah. oh. I want to tell you oh. I want to tell him something that I that I got the nerve to tell John to tourists. Now, now, when you
0: told John Totoro what yeah. you wanted to tell him, yeah. was it something that meant a lot to you? Because we'll edit that you called him Totorus.
2: A lot of people. <clears throat> I'll have
0: <throat> Alex Baldwin call John <laughs> Totorus. What did you want to tell probably. John Totorus? I wanted to
2: tell somebody something about me and acting that sort of I thought kind of represented something about me that I had had courage to tell. And the thing was that I. Oh how can I tell you this? Will you tell me that your secret and I'll tell you mine? All right, my secret is is that how can I t- put it to you? My secret is in Virginia Woolf when I was playing Virginia Woolf I um sometimes I get fuzzy when I'm telling a story now and it's
0: we have that in common. Go ahead.
2: I wanted to tell something intimate about myself to John about when he was interviewing me. Right. I told him that when I was doing Virginia Woolf and when George and Martha had their scene together and George said, Our son is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, the big scene. Mm-hmm. Our son, he yells in my face is dead and I went no at the height of my force I said no to him and I had an orgasm for the first time in my life you did yes really so so this is this is how important that moment was on stage to me. This is unbelievable. You don't. So have-
0: it's safe to say, this is a very. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna sound like I'm making a joke here, but I'm only half
2: making. No, a joke. that's all right,
0: honey. I just think it speaks volumes about you, about what a real uh, uh, creature of the theater you are. That the only time you ever had an orgasm was yeah. saying the words of a homosexual man. I mean, it is. It is far from a heterosexual yeah. orgasm as you could possibly yeah. get. Yeah.
2: No, no, I think Albee's it's... will very
0: particular about who he casts. Very. Yeah. Did you have a good relationship with him? You're close with very. him? Yeah. He's very tough who he puts he's in his movies, he t- t- uh, but... but
2: he's and he's very fond of me.
0: I got two last questions for you. Okay. And I want you to give me a simple answer to this first question. I've met a lot of people in this business. And I've worked with a lot of people who were powerful. You know, Julie Harris played my mother on a TV series. Oh my God! And I work with, with some the great. Best. Uh, I work with some great people. You know, great, great people. Some not so great, but some great ones. And you're one of the great ones I worked with. Thank you. But just give me a yes or a no if you're capable. And that is, do you realize what you mean to other people who are in this business? How much they love you and how much they admire you? Do you know?
2: I'm beginning to.
0: Do you into the mic please don't talk to you i'm
2: beginning to
0: because in this business as you know especially for people who themselves are very talented and or successful other talented people that's like um a an aphrodisiac to them talent is the greatest aphrodisiac yeah. And everyone basically says you know there's no one more talented than you you're an immensely immensely I- incalculably talented woman and, people, and you're a gigantic pain in the ass sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're a legendary pain in the yeah, ass. Yes, apparently. You're a gigantic pain in the ass. But people don't, you know, they, they joke about that because they love you. And why do they love you? Because you're so talented. You're so funny. You're so everything. Your timing is impeccable. Now, what are you going to miss about New York?
2: The personality of human beings in New York. Yeah. They are so opened, and sec- uh they uh, they're not watching what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're they're, they're not passionate. watching their language. They're not <laughs> watching anything. They're just going through life saying what, uh, <laughs> yeah, all right, oh fuck you, you know. And everybody's <laughs> they're, en-
0: they're engaged by they're the engaged, by the event. Yeah, every day is an event in New York. Elaine Stritch says she's going to miss New Yorkers, and I can tell you that we will miss her too. But she's not out of the spotlight just yet. Elaine Stritch, Shoot Me, a documentary about her life, which I helped to produce, recently premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. The film has been picked up by Sundance Selects for a wider distribution. Are you there? Alex,
2: yeah. Okay, okay. I can hear you, sweetheart. So you're in the kitchen, honey?
0: I called Elaine up to ask her how the transition was going from New York City. To Birmingham, Michigan.
2: I did the right thing. Moving away from the Carlisle, you know, you get hung up on perks. You live with perks and then your perks run out because you fall and break your hip and you blah 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 and then you have no um, you have no deal card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll go down and talk to the audience for an hour every night and you give me my cleaning.
0: Now, that would be a funny TV show to have you be this famous broad, this famous cabaret, uh, stage actress, award-winning actress. And she moves. Of course, it's a fish-out-of-water story. She moves back with the cousins and the nieces in Birmingham, Michigan. And what you're used to is bartering with people. You're walking up to some dry cleaner there and saying, well, I'll tell you what, do I want you to clean my coats for me. And I'll come sing at your kid's bar mitzvah. And they look at you like you got a screw loose. They're like, you it's want a what? The guy, I the, think we got the, something here. The guy says, that'll be $65, please.
2: And send in the clowns is gratis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen. I love it, it, and I miss your humor. Like, forget it. Well, listen,
0: my love to you, um, honey.
2: I'm not sure I want to work with you again. Yeah,
0: I definitely don't want to work with you again.
2: Definitely don't want to work with me. I think we agree. So let's. Yeah, I've been upstaged enough. Leading ladies and men.
0: Yeah. Talk to you later. Goodbye, honey.
2: Goodbye, my darling. Bye-bye.
0: This is Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Here's the Thing.